0: The Hoop by Fyodor Sologob. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Hoop, Chapter One A woman was taking her morning stroll in a lovely suburban street. A boy of four was with her. She was young and smart, and she was smiling brightly she was casting affectionate glances at her son whose red cheeks beamed with happiness the boy was bowling a hoop a large new bright yellow hoop he ran after his hoop awkwardly laughing uproariously with joy thrust forward his plump little legs bare at the knee and flourished his stick he needn't have raised his stick so high above his head but what of that what happiness he had never had a hoop before how briskly it made him run and nothing of this had existed for him before everything was new to him the streets in early morning the merry sun and the distant din of the city everything was new to the boy and joyous and pure chapter two a shabbily dressed old man with coarse hands stood at the street crossing he pressed close to the wall to let the woman and the boy pass the old man looked at the boy with dull eyes and smiled stupidly Confused, sluggish thoughts struggled within his almost bald head. "'A little gentleman,' said he to himself, quite a small fellow, and simply bursting with joy. "'Just look at him cutting his paces.' He could not quite understand it, how it seemed strange to him. "'Here was a child, a thing to be pulled about by the hair. Play is mischief. Children, as everyone knows, are mischief-makers.' and there was a mother. She uttered no reproach, she made no fuss, she did not scold, she was smart and bright. It was quite easy to see that they were used to warmth and comfort. On the other hand, when he, the old man, was a boy, he lived a dog's life. There was nothing particularly rosy in his life even now, though to be sure he was no longer thrashed, and he had plenty to eat. He recalled his younger days, their hunger, their cold, their drubbings, he had never had fun with a hoop or other playthings of well-to-do folks thus passed all his life in poverty in care in misery and he could recall nothing not a single joy he smiled with his toothless mouth at the boy and he envied him he reflected what a silly sport but envy tormented him he went to work to the factory where he had worked from childhood where he had grown old and all day he thought of the boy it was a fixed deep-rooted thought he simply could not get the boy out of his mind he saw him running laughing stamping his feet bowling the hoop what plump little legs he had bared at the knee all day long amid the din of the factory wheels the boy with the hoop appeared to him and at night he saw the boy in a dream chapter three next morning his reveries again pursued the old man the machines were clattering the labor was monotonous automatic the hands were busy at their accustomed tasks the toothless mouth was smiling at a diverting fancy the air was thick with dust and under the high ceiling strap after strap with hissing sound glided quickly from wheel to wheel endless in number the far corners were invisible for the dense escaping vapors men emerged here and there like phantoms and the human voice was not heard for the incessant din of the machines the old man's fancy was at work he had become a little boy for the moment his mother was a gentlewoman and he had his hoop and his little stick he was playing driving the hoop with the little stick he wore a white costume his little legs were plump bare at the knee the days passed the work went on the fancy persisted CHAPTER Four, The old man was returning from work one evening when he saw the hoop of an old barrel lying in the street. It was a rough, dirty object. The old man trembled with happiness, and tears appeared in his dull eyes. A sudden, almost irresistible desire took possession of him. He glanced cautiously around him. Then he bent down, picked up the hoop with trembling hands, and smiling shamefacedly carried it home with him no one noticed him no one questioned him whose concern was it a ragged old man was carrying an old battered useless hoop who cared he carried it stealthily afraid of ridicule why he picked it up and why he carried it he himself could not tell still it was like the boy's hoop and this was enough there was no harm in it lying about he could look at it he could touch it it would stimulate his reveries The whistle and turmoil of the factory would grow fainter, the escaping vapours less dense. For several days the hoop lay under the bed in the old man's poor cramped quarters. Sometimes he would take it from its place and look at it. The dirty grey hoop soothed the old man, and the sight of it quickened his persistent thoughts about the happy little boy. CHAPTER Five. It was a clear warm morning and the birds were chirping away in the consumptive urban trees somewhat more cheerfully than usual the old man rose early took his hoop and walked a little distance out of town he coughed as he made his way among the old trees and the thorny bushes in the woods the trees covered with their dry blackish bursting bark seemed to him incomprehensibly and sternly silent The odors were strange, the insects astonishing, the ferns of gigantic growth. There was neither dust nor din here, and the gentle, exquisite morning mist lay behind the trees. The old feet glided over the dry leaves and stumbled across the old, gnarled roots. The old man broke off a dry limb and hung his hoop upon it he came upon an opening full of daylight and of calm the dewdrops countless and opalescent gleamed upon the green blades of newly mown grass suddenly the old man let the hoop slide off the stick he struck with the stick and sent the hoop rolling across the green lawn the old man laughed brightened at once and pursued the hoop like that little boy he kicked up his feet and drove the hoop with a stick which he flourished high over his head just as that little boy did it seemed to him that he was small beloved and happy it seemed to him that he was being looked after by his mother who was following close behind and smiling like a child on his first outing he felt refreshed on the bright grass and on the still mosses his goat-like dust-grey beard that harmonized with his sallow face trembled while his cough mingled with his laughter and raucous sounds came from his toothless mouth chapter six and the old man grew to love his morning hour in the woods with the hoop he sometimes thought he might be discovered and ridiculed and this aroused him to a keen sense of shame this shame resembled fear he would grow numb and his knees would give way under him he would look round him with fright and timidity but no there was no one to be seen or to be heard and having diverted himself to his heart's content he would return to the city smiling gently and joyously chapter seven no one had ever found him out and nothing unusual ever happened the old man played peacefully for several days, and one very dewy morning he caught cold. He went to bed and soon died. Dying in the factory hospital among strangers, indifferent people, he smiled serenely. His memory soothed him. He too had been a child, he too had laughed and scampered across the green grass among the dark trees. His beloved mother had followed him with her eyes. End of the Hoop by Fyodor Sologub. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain.